hello, and welcome to Things That Make You Go Woo. I'm your host, Emily Barnard, also known as Emily and Her Stars. I'm a medium, an astrologist, an Akashic Records reader, an artist, and an all-around just silly and curious gal. In this podcast, I'll be sharing the things and people I find fascinating, funny, and inspirational. Things that I hope will certainly make you go woo, too. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I am so excited today to share with you the October astrology and energy report. I don't know about you, but for me, September went so fast. Uh, We totally sunk down into some Virgo energy and finished off our kitchen remodel. I repotted some plants, got back into some classes that I had started earlier in the summer and neglected. It was very much a feeling of getting back to basics, getting back to my routines and sort of finishing off that summer indecisive fun energy. We are, of course, now in the sign of Libra. We got here around the 22nd of September. And so we've got two weeks now of this energy that is ruled by air. Uh, It's all about communication. And Libra is an interpersonal sign. So it's much more interested in how everyone else is getting along and connecting. And their idea is really to bring harmony and balance by making these connections. Their motto is, I balance, and their constellation and icon, as I'm sure you know, is the scales. Now, the shadow side to Libra can be a little bit people-pleasing, right? This is something that they're known for in a way, but really, it's the idea that they're looking at something from every angle, and this indecisiveness and parallelization is just because they're avoiding conflict, but really... On top of that, they're taking the time to hear all sides and make a fair and harmonious decision for everyone involved. The opposite sign of Libra is Aries, which is that fiery sign that says, just go, go ahead, full steam at any cost. And Libra likes to take its time. As we start October, we have six planets in retrograde. I'm sure you've been feeling this energy as most of us have for even a part of the summer as some of the longer planets have been like Pluto in retrograde for the last five and a half months. But the exciting thing about October is that we're going to finally start making some progress again as these planets have started to slow and will in fact be going direct here in the next few weeks. Now this energy has felt, I would describe it personally as wishy-washy, a little bit foggy, this feeling of almost being stuck in mud, like we just can't make progress on things. We keep rehashing issues that have come up from the past. And hopefully now with October, we're going to be ushering in sort of a breath of fresh air. But keep in mind, this is retrograde and Libra season. And so what happens is that sometimes you may find yourself sacrificing your own frazzled nerves in order to maintain balance. And this can lead you to feeling burnt out and even feelings of resentment. And with Mercury in retrograde until the 18th, uh, partnerships, partnership issues are going to be in the foreground. And the idea that peace at any cost 
just isn't maintainable. And that leads us right into the first week of October. On October 1st and 2nd, Mars is going to be in opposition with our wounded healer, Chiron. And Chiron is that psychological pain point. (laughs) And it's going to feel a little bit like it's getting poked with a stick during these first few days. And it's important as this comes up, especially in a retrograde, that we give ourselves the time and space to revisit and re-examine how we're reacting when we're triggered. Are we just pushing through something to keep the peace? Are we ignoring and sacrificing our own needs? Are we communicating and taking action for ourselves instead of being caught up in the chaos? I really suggest during this, this first week to take the time to nourish yourself. If that means painting a picture for no reason, if that means going on a walk on your own, if it means checking into a hotel for a night just to regain some sleep, whatever it is you feel like you need, re-examine how you're acting to these triggers and choose a different path this time. Again, on October 3rd, the sun is also going to be in opposition with our wounded healer. And this, again, is a point where our self-confidence may take a little bit of a hit. So just slow down and notice what's coming up for you. Journal. Uh, This is all about communication and your mindset. And while Jupiter in retrograde and Mercury in retrograde are also going to help some of these oppositions, it's going to be an invitation for you to revisit conversations and talk about the past and figure out what lights you up. On October 5th, Mercury in retrograde challenges Neptune in retrograde. And this is all about communication and mindset feeling foggy because Neptune really likes to dilute the energy. It's a great time to daydream, but don't get lost in the confusion. On October 6th, Pluto retrograde finally ends. And for the last five and a half months, right, we felt this sort of internal transformation. And now the planet of transformation and evolution is going to be moving forward again. And this is going to allow for space and change and evolution within the world around us. Enough of this inner work. Let's get something going in the outer world, right? We also have a new moon in Libra that day, which is a beautiful energy as we are already in Libra season. This is a really powerful moment to focus on intentions and how you can reset some of that balance and harmony within your own life. Mars will challenge Uranus this day so that your actions and motivations can again feel a little bit foggy, but there's going to be enough positive energy in the atmosphere to sort of counterbalance that. The sun will also be challenging Uranus in retrograde. So your self-confidence, again, may take a slight hit, but just look into reinventing, revolutionizing, and innovating your life and work today. On October 7th, Venus is going to move into Sagittarius, and this is an exciting placement. Venus loves to be in the sign of expansion and Sagittarius is fire. It just loves to go and travel and explore and learn and soak up as much as it can. And so here until November 5th, our collective values will shift to a desire for adventure and new experiences and practices are going to broaden our horizons. This is a good time for travel, new courses of study, new books, and even teaching others. So soak this energy up. We aren't going to be back here for another 18 months. 
On the seventh, the sun will also be working in harmony with Mars. So your self-confidence is gaining going to gain a boost when you feel passionate about your actions. Take a moment to feel into what drives you. Any blockages you feel are a sign that you may actually be blocking yourself. On October 9th, the sun is going to be working with Mercury in retrograde. Now, retrograde, like we've talked about so many times, asks us to revisit and revise. And today you should actually gain some insight into what you need to be focusing on when the sun and your self-confidence, your self-expression meet up. Venus is going to oppose your north node today. That's your karmatic future. So it's going to feel good to work in familiar ways. Just remember not to rely only on those natural born gifts in order to develop your future. Mercury in retrograde will also be working with Mars today, so you should feel a boost in your motivation uh, that can leave you feeling a bit more confident in the direction you are heading. However, retrograde may show you where you could be wasting energy in the wrong places. On October the 10th, Saturn retrograde ends. It too, for the last five and a half months, has been going backwards and giving us This idea that it's difficult to gain clarity on what our long-term goals and structures are, not only in our personal lives, but as a collective. And as this confusion lifts, be prepared to revisit things that you've muddled through over the summer, right? These planets are going direct and we have to go back over all the progress we lost. So some social issues are probably going to come back into play this fall, whether that's around COVID or any of the legal battles that are in the courts right now, just be prepared for that to come up again and choose to either immerse yourself or hide away from it as you choose. Moving into the second week of October, October 11th, we have Mercury in retrograde, not understanding Uranus in retrograde. So we've slowed down communication and now it's at odds sort of with rebellion and change. So this is a day to feel a little bit frustrated. Stay open to the possibility of changing your mind and whatever new options or plans come up. It may be easier to just go with them instead of trying to hammer through what you thought was the best option. On October the 12th, we have our first quarter moon in Capricorn. Capricorn energy loves structure. It's actually the same energy as Saturn. So after a week of planning your intentions with that beautiful new moon in Libra, Capricorn is asking you to plan out those intentions, take time, do the action and work to make those plans happen. On October 13th, Venus is going to flow with Saturn. With Saturn moving direct again, this is going to be a beautiful and positive boost to make your responsibilities feel more in alignment with what actually lights you up. So we've got Venus in Sagittarius that's all about wanting to take action. Saturn's going direct and it's asking you to take responsibility and move forward. So harness the extra Libra energy we have as well and make your planner color-coded and beautiful. On this day, we also have a little bit of difficulty with Saturn not understanding Neptune. So with Venus highlighting what feels good, Neptune in retrograde will highlight what feels off. It's going to be a little bit of a day of polarity. You may leave you feeling unsure. So sink into your own depths and find what works best for you. Remember, it doesn't have to work for anyone else. 
On October the 15th, the sun is going to flow beautifully with Jupiter in retrograde. So this is a day where luck meets the true essence of you. This is a great opportunity to socialize, put yourself out there. And with the sun in Libra, it's a great time to focus on what lights you up and not worry about the details for now. On October the 16th, Venus flows with Chiron in retrograde. So embrace the healing energy of love today as it's going to work to heal some of those fears and worries and concerns that weigh on you. Sink into a place of gratitude. Mercury in retrograde is also going to be flowing well with Venus. So the conversation you've been putting off for months, the pressure to have it is back. And with your love and values highlighted today, it's a good idea to share them. Mars doesn't understand Neptune in retrograde today. We, This is a place where you're going to feel the optimism of the other alignments, but there's also sort of a slight undercurrent of discourse. You may need to step away from the rat race and put all of that hard work and energy into what lights you up. This is a good place to slow down in order to speed up. On October the 17th, Jupiter retrograde ends. After four months of reevaluating the opportunities and blessings in our lives, it's now time to move forward and explore new information, insights, ideas, and possibilities. Now, as a collective, this is going to bring a renewed sense of optimism and clarity, which can begin to seep back into all of our lives. We are going to have to move back across the areas we've already crossed this summer. So some things may come up again, but remember that at least now we're making progress on them. There will be some tension in the sky today with the sun um, in Pluto. Pluto is moving forward again. But as it comes into tension with the planet of ourself, be ready to face the, any shadows that maybe come up. Be willing to dig deep to face your fears. See the triggers in your life as possibilities instead of negative forces. Moving into the third week of October, we start on October 18th when Mercury retrograde ends. So after just over three weeks, it goes direct again. And this can sometimes lead to a bit of a feeling of whiplash because as Mercury slows down in order to go forward, we get this sort of that motion of a, of a kid in a car seat at a stoplight, right? So be patient. We're going to be in a shadow period here for a little bit as the planet retraces its steps through the signs of Libra. But Libra is all about balance and harmony. So be ready for those to come up again. Mars is also in a positive aspect. It's flowing with Jupiter. This is going to be more positive energy today as expansive Jupiter is helping us to make our actions feel exciting and lucky again. October 19th, Venus is going to be in a little bit of a tricky situation where it doesn't understand Uranus and retrograde. So be willing to reassess your values and see something from a new light. It's easy to block ourselves when we fall into patterns that feel comfortable. On October 20th, we have a full moon in Aries. And Aries is the opposite sign of Libra. It's all about that bold action, like I talked about before. The idea that it wants to do anything no matter what. And while full moons are already kind of tricky, this one may be a little extra explosive. 
I anticipate there being some issues around emergency rooms and that sort of thing as people really do have this feeling of doing anything they want. So just a day to kind of keep in mind, full moons are beautiful. This one just is going to be a little bit tricky. Um, It's going to illuminate some feelings and things that people may have been suppressing. This can also be a good day for starting a new project or launching something that you may have been putting off as a collective will all be feeling that exciting energy to start something new. On October 21st, Mars has some tension with Pluto. Your actions and the actions of others can feel a little bit aggressive, and this can actually uh, even be hung over a little bit from the full moon. So both of these energies are going to be playing together. Pluto is demanding evolution and transformation. Just make sure that the change that's coming up is warranted. On October the 22nd, Scorpio season begins. This is a beautiful water sign that's going to usher in some change. Scorpio's motto is, I desire. And it's all about change and money and work and sort of the hidden underbelly of things that we sometimes put off. Like the animal that represents it, sometimes Scorpio can resist change until it's absolutely necessary, where they've literally outgrown their shell and they have to shut it in order to move forward. So keep that in mind as the holidays and the rest of the winter season kind of gets going in front of us. We'll cover some more of that in the next episode. On October the 24th, Mercury is in a position where it doesn't understand Uranus in retrograde. So communication and mindsets will be, it's a good idea to keep them flexible today Um, and maybe consider a new approach. The sun is also an aspect where it doesn't understand our north node. So when we continue to operate from a place of I am, we can repeat the patterns that feel comfortable. And our North Node is always asking us to evolve into a new way of operating. On October the 26th, Venus is in tension with Neptune in retrograde. And what we want and desire can sometimes get in the way of allowing an even better future to emerge. So it's important today to look at the big picture and see if you are sacrificing for the greater good for instant gratification. On October 28th, we have a last quarter moon in Leo. This is going to ask us what we want to remove and release in order to shine brighter as ourselves. On October 28th, we also have Venus flowing in harmony with Jupiter. This is a lucky day to be open to receive your desires, pamper yourself maybe with some self-care, because your love, money, and values are all going to get a boost of luck from Jupiter. That really brings us to the end of the astrology and aspects for the month of October. I also wanted to talk a little bit about a card that I pulled just before I did this recording. It's actually the Flamingo Spirit. And what it's asking all of us to do is to embrace the in-between. As a collective, we, we've we been going through so much change and evolution. It's really feeling exhausting and tiring. And instead of focusing on what we had before all of this occurred and dipping into our anxiety of what is there possible that there's more in the future that could come, what Spirit is asking us is to sink into the right now, into the in-between moment. 
This is where the magic is. We have to stay present in our lives. We can't be fearful of what's coming. We can't be sad or emotional about what has passed. We need to be present in the moment. And as we dip into the holiday season, I really think that's a bigger message for us all. We're going to have another strong Uranus opposition in December. And if we can, for now, focus on what lights us up right now, focus on where we are, despite all the change that's happened, I think that's going to lead us to a place where we can heal more of our wounds. And these wounds that I talk about, especially with the North Node, are things that we've maybe even come into this life with. I've started doing some Akashic record readings in astrology reports. And what I'm finding is that we generally have anywhere from a one to a four lifetime cycle with our north and south node. And our our south node is the karma, right? The things that we've done in past lives that we're bringing forward with us. They're lessons, if you will. And our north node is just like the north star. It's the agreements and lessons we've agreed to learn and the evolution we've agreed to move forward with our soul. And as we work through these lifetimes, it's entirely possible to bring old wounds and fears along with us. But in these readings, I'm finding that there are pieces of that that we can let go of. If there's a fear you have that just because you don't feel like having children in this lifetime that maybe you're somehow missing out, but you on a soul level know that you've already experienced children in a wonderful way before, that is entirely your reality and your possibility and it's okay to let go of those fears. I will be beginning to offer some of these readings starting in probably November and December. I haven't completely decided on that yet, but it's a very exciting path that Spirit has led me to. It was not something I ever expected really to experience, but was felt really called to through some very powerful astrology readings that I did for some customers. So I wanted to share that insight with you. I think October is a transformational month as we're moving out of this this season of retrograde and back into the idea that things are moving forward. So thank you everyone for listening today. I hope you're as excited for the new month as I am. I've got some exciting episodes coming up on the podcast with a guest speaker. We're going to talk all about the Salem witch trials and another episode just dipping into some history and folklore around Halloween. So one of my favorite months. I love to get spooky and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks everyone. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Things That Make You Go Woo. You can help me out by leaving a positive rating and a review wherever you downloaded this episode. Be sure and follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Emily and Her Stars. You can also reach out via email anytime, emilyandherstars at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time on Things That Make You Go Woo.